Welcome to the Girl Scout Advantage podcast, a podcast where we educate, empower, and share the stories of the Girl Scout experience. Join us to rediscover the magic of leadership, teamwork, and personal discovery. The Girl Scout Advantage, a podcast where you will learn how the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan creates successful girls for today who will become the leaders of our tomorrow. Hello and welcome to another Girl Scout Advantage podcast with the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan. My name is Brenna Smith, Special Project Coordinator at Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan, and I am so excited tonight because I am here with the wonderful and awesome Ellie Marak um, and her mom, Jody. So Ellie is a Girl Scout ambassador and a junior in high school. Um, so how are you doing tonight, Ellie? I am fantastic. Thank you. Good. Um, So I just want to get started by walk us through how you first got involved with Girl Scouts. Well, my mom is the leader of our troop, and she was in Girl Scouts when she was young, so she knew she had a girl, so of course she was going to be a leader. So I've been involved from the very beginning, just by default, I suppose, but of (laughs) course I was like, I wanted to be in it. Yeah, awesome. That mother-daughter relationship piece of Girl Scouting is something that can be super special. I know my mom was my Girl Scout troop leader as well, and it's just, you know, helps with the bond that you have with Mm -hmm. your mom, and you get to experience all these wonderful things together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm a third-generation Girl Scout. Really? My grandma is also a Girl Scout. Awesome. Was your grandma your mom's troop leader? Uh, Yes, she was. Wow. So you're great-grandma was also a Girl Scout. Yes, and, and a, a troop, troop leader. leader. Guess who's going to be a troop leader? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Ali Marek. <laughs> that's incredible, though, and that's a really special thing for it to travel through the generations like that. Yes. Um, I'm sure you guys have so many opportunities to share common experiences and different experiences. Have you ever talked with your, your grandma or your great-grandma about... Um, their experiences as Girl Scouts, how it's different? Um, Yes, definitely. Um, It's very different today, but also very much the same Mm. ideals. We've always been very passionate about girls being independent and being leaders and, you know, just being strong for themselves. Absolutely. I think a lot about, too, you know, Girl Scouts was founded in 1912. Mm -hmm. And so for our foundress, Julia Gordon-Lowe, to have such a forward thinking and, you know, strategic mindset about empowering women at a time where that was unheard of, Mm -hmm. oh, it just gives me the goosebumps. I love it. Yes. So why have you stayed involved in Girl Scouting? Um, Because, you know, it's very common for girls to kind of fade away or take a step back as other things arise. So why have you stayed involved in Girl Scouting as long as you have? Well, I guess why wouldn't I want to stay involved in Girl Scouting? I mean, it's so much fun. We have so much fun. Yeah. Just in every meeting, we just do what we want and we learn stuff and we go on amazing trips and, uh, it's just a whole lot of fun all the time so it's unfortunate that people's lives get very busy in middle school and such Mm -hmm. and kind of fade out because it's a great time 
I enjoy myself. Yeah. So the girls in your troop, how many girls are in your troop? Uh, ten. Oh, wow. Ten. That's yes. a that's a pretty big ambassador troop. That's it is. awesome. Yes. Some of your best friends, I'm sure, are in the troop with you. Yes. Yeah. We're all very close. That's wonderful. I just love that. Mm-hmm. Gives me the warm fuzzies. <laughs> um, so how would you say that Girl Scouting has impacted your life? Girl Scouting is important to me because it's a way for me to help others and get out of my comfort zone, I suppose. Mm. We, we organize a lot of service projects and such, and that's really important to me because I feel like people don't realize how much of an impact that they can have as a person in their community. Like, everyone is important, mm-hmm. and like it's really not that difficult to organize a service project and such. Like, if you want to organize donations for your local food shelter or whatever, literally all you need to do is go talk to, like, the manager at your local supermarket and ask if you can sit outside and as people are coming in, ask them if they'll buy an extra thing and donate it to you, and then you just drive it to the shelter. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all you have to do. That's one day, and Mm -hmm. you're making a difference. So Girl Scouting consistently reminds me that I can make a difference, and I'm important as a separate human being from everyone else. You know, I can do what I want to help others. Right. And why do you think that is so important for each of us to take the opportunities that we have to make a difference in the world? I think it just, it would help us to respect ourselves and respect others more, maybe. Um, We would be more conscious of the way that our actions are constantly impacting our world around us. Mm. Yeah, because we definitely are all global citizens, right? And we are here together in this world. And a lot of times people go through life with the notion that it's all about them and, Mm -hmm. you know, what they are doing or not doing to impact the world. They might think that that just doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So would you say that that value was instilled in you because of your Girl Scout experience? I mean, I don't think that I would realize how much of a difference... I can make without Girl Scouts. Mm. That's powerful. So you kind of touched on it a little bit, but can you tell me about some of the projects that you've done while you've been involved in Girl Scouting? So I know that you have this value for community service and making an impact on your community. So can you just tell me a little bit about those projects? Our troop has earned our bronze and silver awards. Mm. For our bronze award, we made a yoga video where we kind of walked people through doing different stretches, and it was specifically made for people who are in wheelchairs because uh, we had a girl in our troop. She's moved away now, but her name's Maya, and she has cerebral palsy, which means that she's in a wheelchair, and she has to do a lot of stretches and such to, you know help your muscles and all of those scientific things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we made a video that 
would walk through those type of exercises specifically for people who are in wheelchairs to help them out. Wow. Um, that probably meant a lot to Maya as well. Yes. Just the fact that your troop was willing to embrace her in that way and yes. beyond that make an impact beyond your immediate troop. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So they were meant for nursing homes, and in that way, you were able to make a lasting impact mm-hmm. on the people with that project. That's incredible. So you were going on to talk about your silver award? Yes. For our silver award, um, this wasn't our whole troop. We had such a big troop at the time that we had to split into different groups. Mm. So Good problem to have. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Uh, a few of my friends and I, for our silver award, we held drives at uh, the family fair downtown, kind of like I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, as people would come in, we'd ask them for donations, and they would buy them while they were shopping and then give them to us on their way out. And we collected um, a like van full of donations wow. and took them to a local animal shelter mm-hmm. to help them out because this may be surprising, but mm-hmm. we specifically chose them because they are a kill shelter, which means that they're constantly struggling for donations and food and all of those things. Cause you know, it's easy to say, Oh, well they're a kill shelter. So we can't, donate to them where like Mm -hmm. that's not moral or whatever but the fact is that the animals are still there and the shelter really struggles for food and to help the animals so like if you donate food to them then that's going to save more lives Mm -hmm. more so than donating it to huge like bigger shelters or corporations that have funding Mm -hmm. so really thinking it it sounds like you all chose this shelter very intentionally thinking outside of the box and wanting to make an impact where people probably don't think to donate their time or resources and yes i think that that's a great way to think about community service projects and take Mm -hmm. action projects you know how can we make a difference where people aren't looking to make differences, yes, right? Definitely, I love that. So, completing both of the your your bronze and your silver award, what would you say those projects taught you about wanting to make a difference? I suppose mostly what I was talking about earlier—that it's not difficult to make a difference. Mm-hmm. You just have to, like, have an idea and run with it yeah. because you're always going to have people who will support you because everyone wants to be involved in that. Everyone wants to help people. Mm-hmm. It's just getting it started, I suppose. Yeah. Having the knowledge of how do we take that first step. You yes. know, the, the first step is always the toughest, right? Yes. And, you know, kind of that idea of jumping into the unknown or I don't know where this is going to go or how to get there, Mm -hmm. but having that goal in mind. So it sounds like these awards, the projects, really helped you cultivate an understanding of how to make a difference. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, not even in a small way, in a 
in an intentional and you know very targeted fashion like yes. this is how we're going to get there that's incredible that's an important skill to have because a lot of times people have these dreams and have these ideas and have no way of how to get there mm -hmm. so you should be proud of that skill at especially at your age and so I understand that you're also working towards your gold award I am. So can you tell me a little bit about your Gold Award project? Well, I wouldn't say that it's a small project. No? I've been Ooh. officially approved by the Girl Scouts to go ahead and start working towards building a Girl Scout monument in Washington, D.C. Wow. What inspired you to, because I would agree with you, this is not a small project, you know? No. <laughs> so what inspired you to want to work towards this, this goal? Well, it was actually originally uh, Riley's idea, who was in our troop, mm -hmm. because I didn't get to go on the Washington, D.C. trip, but our troop took a trip. Well, that's difficult to say. Our troop took a trip <laughs> to Washington, D.C., and while they were there, obviously there's all the monuments mm -hmm. and such, they realized that there's no Girl Scout monument there. Hmm. They saw the Boy Scout monument. Ooh. Where's the Girl Scout monument? Right. Um, I think it's really important that girls are recognized for the work that they put in to better their communities. There Absolutely. are girls around the world who are dedicating their lives to helping other people. And I feel like that deserves to be recognized. So what steps have you taken or what is the path that you're looking to take to make this happen? Well, I have to say the most difficult part was writing the proposal <laughs> to turn in. Uh, my computer crashed several times. Oh, no. I had to rewrite it several <laughs> times. <laughs> but after I wrote the proposal, things started going a little more smoothly. Okay. Um, it has been approved. So at the moment... I'm kind of waiting for the election to be over mm. November 6th. Go mm -hmm. vote. Uh, <laughs> your voice makes a difference. Um, True. I'm waiting until the elections. I've been emailing a lot of people trying to get into contact with senators because to be able to make or create a national monument in the Capitol, uh, it has to be passed through Congress. So I've been working to get uh, senators, just general government people mm -hmm. on my side because I need to write a resolution to kind of propose the idea and have that passed through Congress. At that point, I'm also looking into trying to find a contact with the National Park Service to get land donated mm. because typically land gets donated for a national monument. Okay. The thing I'm most excited about mm -hmm. for the project is that once everything gets passed and all the legal stuff is finished with, mm -hmm. um, we get to start designing the monument. Yeah. And for that, I had the idea that um, 
I would like to hold a design competition type mm. thing. Not really a competition, but I want every girl to be able to submit her idea for what the monument should look like, what it yeah. should represent, just what it means to her to be mm-hmm. a Girl Scout, and to be able to go through all of those and have an artist there and take mm-hmm. the best ones and kind of put together a monument because if it's going to be something that's representing the girls, then they should have all the say in you know what it looks like and what Absolutely. it represents. So you'll be done in like two weeks with this, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, this is a long-term project, yes. right? Do you have a, like a timeline of what you're thinking, how long it'll take? Well, it just depends on how quickly I can get this passed through Congress. Mm-hmm. I hope to have everything passed before I graduate Mm -hmm. in 2020. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then at that point, I'll be able to start fundraising and doing all of those fun things. Yeah. But, I mean, I just, I have no idea what something at this scale, how long it will take. Right, right. It really just depends on a lot of different factors that I can't really control. Mm -hmm. And that's a commitment that you are so enthused and passionate and excited to take on. You, I mean, you can see it in, obviously our listeners can't see you, but <laughs> you can see it in your face and how you light up when you're talking about it. You can hear it in your tone and how excited you're getting. Yes. And I just think that that is so powerful that as a junior in high school you're willing to take on a project and you're like I don't know how long it'll take but I'm gonna get it done I am going to get it done you are going to get it done I can't wait I'll be there for the unveiling in Washington DC I will do to that (laughs) but where does that passion and enthusiasm and determination come from like you, you can tell that you're not even like, you know it'll happen, and I know it'll happen just from talking with you about it. Where does that come from? I can't vote. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm just very passionate about those types of things and making yeah. a difference and creating a change. And Let's back up to that I can't vote statement. Expand <laughs> on that a little bit. I want to hear this, this excitement. Well... Obviously, I'm not old enough yet mm-hmm. to be able to vote mm-hmm. November 6th. Go out and vote. Do it for me. <laughs> um, I guess that just I keep up with politics and stuff like that because I just think it's important to know what all different types of people are facing yeah. from this government and the way that women have been oppressed and the way that women still don't have rights in the Constitution, Mm -hmm. the Equal Rights Act, which has been introduced to Congress every year for 95 years. Oh my gosh. By, originally written by Alice Paul, Mm -hmm. we're still fighting for that today. We need one more state to ratify it. One more. One more to vote and ratify it before it is reintroduced to the Senate Mm -hmm. and they can 
decide what to do with it from there, I suppose. It's past the deadline, so who knows? Mm -hmm. They could say, well, nope. Yeah, try again. Try again. Right. <laughs> Re-ratify it. So just those types of things get me really fired up. And yeah. the way that uh, just right now uh, they're attempting to erase trans people, and that affects trans women and mm -hmm. men and everyone. And just lots of people deserve better from their government. And that could be changed if they go out and vote and right. you know that type of thing I suppose yeah so that's, that's so important. kind of where my passion comes from yeah. and I know I can do it because I'm in Girl Scouts and I've done it before so it's not a question of if it's a question of when I just want that to sink in with our listeners for a moment and this passion and excitement about the ability to affect change in our country in a very very real way whether that is you know starting a monument in Washington DC <laughs> or if it is simply exercising your right and your duty to vote yes I think that's so powerful and so important um, so kind of segueing a little bit but related to what we're talking about with the Equal Rights Amendment and that being, you know, brought back and forth in government and mm -hmm. um, just the status of, of women in our country. Mm -hmm. Why do you think Girl Scouts is important to today's girl? It is important for every girl to realize that she is important and she can make a difference and it doesn't matter how old she is or where she is or if she's in a small town or in a big town or if she feels invisible or any of those things mm -hmm. you can make a difference and you are important and even if it's not on a huge scale if it's like becoming friends with someone or helping people out in any way that you can or just being you and going to class and uh, voting and yeah. doing all of those things, you can make a difference. And I think that Girl Scouts really helps people to realize their self-worth hmm. as well as the worth of others and to see things from other people's perspective. Did you learn those things as a result of being a Girl Scout, or would you say that being a Girl Scout helped further your understanding of those issues? Definitely. Well, I believe we have just about covered it all. Is there <laughs> anything else that you would like to share with us tonight, Ellie? I don't know. I've done my ranting, I think. <laughs> Very well articulated and well thought through ranting, I might add. Thank so. you. Props to you for being a great ranter. I was not as good of a ranter <laughs> at your age as you are. I get to think it all through when I'm organizing my Gold Award project. <laughs> hey, there you go. Well, I want to thank you for coming here tonight and talking with me about this. Um, I think all of the things that you said are so important and so crucial and tell the story of Girl Scouts from a very real perspective. You know, we're not just cookies and camping and crafting, right? Yes. We oh, are so that, much more than that. 
gets on my nerves. <laughs> she just tensed up her whole upper body. Yeah, I'm with you. That makes me feel the same way. And I think that, you know, stories like yours really just illuminate that fact. And we are so much more than the stereotype that people perceive us to be. Certainly. Yeah. So thank you, Ellie. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Of course. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. If you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, please be sure to do so by clicking that beautiful subscribe button. And then make sure to share this episode far and wide so that everyone can hear about the incredible ways in which Ellie is going to change the world. And so that everyone can be reminded that we all have an intrinsic power within us to change the world ourselves. Even if it is in just a seemingly small way, such as you know, donate, donating to a cause where you might not think to always donate to them. Or um, if it is just being that kind, compassionate person in someone's life who chooses to become friends or you know, chooses to smile at, at people. Um, all these ways that Ellie reminded us of tonight. So thank you again for joining us. I'm Brenna Smith, and until our next adventure, be bold, be brave, and leave each place a whole lot better than you found it. change the world.